0: Hello, I'm Rumble. And I'm YouTube. YouTube, why are you dressed like that? Well, I've been seeing a lot of violations in the community lately, so I'm enforcing that. You mean like people not following your policies? Strike one! Uh, what if someone tells the truth, but it's labeled as misinformation? Strike two! Wow, what if I want to ask questions and have different opinions on things? Strike three! You're outta here! Now what? You may appeal to me in 30 days. Thankfully, we encourage diverse opinions and new ideas. Strike four! Dude, what? There is no such thing as four strikes. And I'm not even on your platform. Strike five! Alright, I'm out. You're crazy. Later, dude. Strike six!
1: So, hey, welcome back to the show. This isn't breaking news at this point in time. As I said, I've been having... Working a lot, sleeping a lot, not getting a lot recorded as much as I wanted to. But it's still worth talking about, and I have a newer article on this topic to get into right after this one. So roll, roll the punches here. President Trump indicted in Georgia along with Giuliani, Meadows, Eastman, and others. Folks, they're going after the attorneys. What does this usually indicate? Hey, uh, to that tiny little Ghana audience I have. Hey guys, what does it mean when the ruling political class goes after the attorneys and legal representation of the opposing group? Tell me in the comments below. For the rest of you, uh, it means fucking rapid decay of the judicial system, which honestly I said before on this show, it's been decayed. Uh, The fact they're going after a former president in such a way is a talking point we've heard a million and one times. We understand the gravity of the situation. I don't need to sit here and melodramatically meditate upon what this means. We saw this coming. Some of us are probably just like, wow, it took this long for it to finally get to this point. They are saying they're going to mugshot him. They're saying they're going to perp walk him and handcuff him. And that is going to be such a, a PR backfire for them. Trump in handcuffs and Trump's mugshot? That is going to sell. Trump is going to sell t-shirts out of that shit. I'm going to get a t-shirt with Trump being perp walked on it. Why? That goes harder than a motherfucker. And your Nelson Mandela... Mandela... Mandela-neen? Whatever the fuck you would call it. You're basically doing the Nelson Mandela thing to Trump right now. Whereas Nelson Mandela is actually a terrorist. Uh Trump's not. Well, unless you live in Yemen. Then if you live in Yemen... Alright, fair. But, I don't know. Going to the attorneys is something different. Now, here's the thing about Giuliani. I'm a big fan of Giuliani. And I don't see him being one of the ones who breaks, but I have this weird feeling he might be one of the ones that breaks. I don't know what to tell you. It's this weird feeling feeling I have in back of my, uh, I have this gut feeling that. But the whole reason I even meditate on this. With Giuliani and a lot of Trump's advisors and cabinet and former cabinet members, and again legal representation, with everyone being hemmed up and a lot of these people who thought they would be untouched now being touched, how long till people either start making up stories or start taking plea deals with made-up stories attached to it? I'm just kind of curious because someone's gonna start snitching, and whether it's true or not there will be a narrative spun from whatever is released. And we'll see. I mean, we knew these indictments in Georgia were coming. We also knew there would be some shenanigans with it. But for example, before the grand jury had even let out an opinion, before they had even let let out an opinion or, you know, released for the night, Georgia posted the indictment, the full indictment, on their website, and then took it down and said, Oops! Oops! Someone uh, posted a sample document, and then they said it was a premature posting, meaning they're lying at one point or another in their story. I was going to talk about this yesterday, but I decided er, yesterday or the day before. But I decided talking about Hawaii was more important because people were suffering. Whereas with Trump's indictment escalating, it's always going to escalate in tandem with both. By, uh, Hunter Biden's indictments and investigations, and any embarrassment to Joe Biden. So while the wildfires and everything become more and more of a ever increasing backfire on Joe Biden, expect the persecution on Trump to ramp up. That that's exactly what they're using this for. I, I think this is largely for intimidation. They don't really have a case here, and we'll get into that as well. So let, let's let's continue on. Article uh, is by Libby Evans. And the Georgia indictment marks the fourth indictment against Trump. It's a day ending and why, guys. Alright. The indictment against President Trump was read live on television on Monday night after the day that saw the grand jury deliberation in Fulton County. The grand jury handed a sealed verdict to the judge, who then signed the verdict and filed it with the clerk. Donald Trump's indictment just released in Fulton County, right here. We'll have that open up. We'll go look at it here in a second. The criminal indictment names, Donald Trump, Rudy Giuliani, John Eastman, Mark Meadows, Kenneth, uh, Kenneth Cheesebro, Jeff Clark, Jenna Ellis, Ray Smith III, Robert Schillie, Sweet- uh, Michael Roman, David Schaefer, David Schaefer, Hmm. David Still, Stephen Lee, Harrison Floyd, Trivian Curdy, Sidney pa- Sydney Powell. Well, Sidney. So, Sidney Powell's a little off her fucking gourd. <laughs> and with the whole Kraken talk, and, and, and mind you, a cracking that never presented itself. I definitely. If I put money on someone talking, my, my money just switched. I have a feeling Giuliani's... Something's going to come with Giuliani. I just got this weird feeling about it. Poor guy. But Sidney Powell. Oh, yeah. She smells and looks like a rat. Her prime days of being, being this big attorney are long behind her. And her reputation, as far as she can tell, has been completely irreparably destroyed. Now, my question is, what happened with the one attorney... Who used to represent Kyle Rittenhouse. Right? Okay. Lynn Wood. That's who it was. What's going on with him? Why is he not listed? We're going after attorneys now. Lynn Wood was like Trump's right hand man, legally speaking. I have said this before. Whatever they did to Reagan to make Reagan completely lose his mind in less than six months, they perfected and did the same thing to Lynn Wood, because Lynn Wood represented Kyle Rittenhouse, and in the case, man. He was expedient, homie. Like, Lynn Wood, it was a legend. And he was taking controversial case for controversial case. People that no one would touch politically because of, of, like, the implications of it. Like, he defended Milo. He defended so many people. He was even getting ready, there was some shit with Nick Fuentes, he was getting ready to to be a part of. Like, Lynn Wood made his name taking cases literally no one else would, after already being like a well-established, almost Folk hero type attorney, and then one day Linwood just starts babbling and muttering, and then has like public meltdowns and just goes all kooky. They did something to Linwood. I don't know who they is, but they being something in the government, some entity in the cathedral, corrupted this guy. I don't know exactly what. It's it was a weird thing to watch because Linwood, man. Like, he popped up with, like, the Occupy Wall Street movement, too. Like, he was representing people there. Like, uh, the, these clients who got maced and beaten by these cops. He represented them. He rolled with people like Viva Fry, Robert Barnes. He was friends with multiple Supreme Court justices. Like, like Lynn Wood was a very prominent figure. And legally respected even by people who fucking detested him. And then one day, he just goes, really weird. I don't know what happened to Lynn Wood. Something happened to Linwood. I'm not going to keep repeating myself. I- I've wondered about it for years, though. And, uh, you can go back and watch my uh, indictment or uh, impeachment two episodes from back in the day. Uh, I'll leave a link to this website right here. Whatever you want. it's everything's on there. You just search it up here. Bam. And I'll come up. Type in, like, Trump indictment. Come up with Trump indictment. Having pandemic, we'll come up with pandemic-related episodes. I'll leave a link to that in the uh, description below. But yeah, I've been—I I talked about that more back in the day when I had a lot more fresh information on the top of my head about it. But it's been a long time since I've, I've thought about Lin Wood. My question is, why is Lin Wood not listed? Because he was on Trump's legal team before Sidney Powell was. And again, you know, he represents all these people that the cathedral, aka you know, DC, fucking hate. So why is he not listed? The lengthy charges include violations of George's RICO Act, which was a uh, it was a uh, basically an anti-bootlegger type policy uh, law. The RICO Act was designed to go after mobsters. We'll go more into them, I'm sure, but if not, we'll. Rapid at the end of the episode, solicitation of violation of an oath by a public officer, false statements and writings, impersonating a public officer, conspiracy to commit, uh, impersonating a public officer, f- uh, forgery in the first degree, conspiracy to commit forgery in the first degree. Conspiracy to commit false statements and writings. Criminal attempt to commit filing false documents. Conspiracy to commit filing false documents. That's why is that listed twice or did it Yeah, that's listed twice. Okay. Uh criminal ad- I thought I had a stroke. There's multiple things listed twice, so they're just rewording charges here. But okay. Criminal attempt to commit influencing witnesses. Okay. Influencing witnesses, conspiracy to commit election fraud, conspiracy to commit computer theft, conspiracy to commit computer trespass, conspiracy to commit computer invasion of privacy, conspiracy to defraud the state, and perjury. That's fine. You know what? I, uh, pardon me, is, like, look, honestly, I'm fully welcoming this. Every indictment, and the more severe the indictment, two things happen. Trump's approval with in-party and outer party and, out and independents skyrockets. His donations skyrocket. This whole, all these indictments, they have nothing to go on. Ultimately, I think it's all just one big-ass attempt to hold Trump up as long as possible to keep him out the running for as long as possible. And they can find if they can eke out and like like a charge, or they can eke out like a house arrest or something. They're going to. And here's the thing: look, if Joe, if we're supposed to believe that Joe Biden can get elected from the basement, you know, bunker Biden and hiding Joe, if people were hiding with the with people were riding with the hiding Joe, then I think Trump can garner enough support running from Mar-a-Lago or Bedminster to still get into the office. I was like, oh no! Trouble be confined to one or two of his massive mansions. What will ever happen to him? Well, he'll probably run from home. He'll probably upload videos to the internet. He'll probably do live streams, do interviews, have people come out to Mar a Lago or Bedminster to do interviews with him. He will do the same thing. Look, everyone thought, how would JFK ever win the election? Well, ignore the nixon selecting the electors by the way before Tim Pool was talking about that you can go back and look we uh, again same website we talked about that exact situation with hawaii before (sighs) anyway ow hurt my earlobe i uh, I put one of my plugs back in for my plugs weren't in all night ow completely irrelevant to the situation we're talking about whatsoever but i just made a random noise on the show so probably should tell you why you had to hear that but anyway, let's uh also turn thought. Let's continue on, shall we? Defraud the state and perjury. The indictment reads quote at all times relevant to this count and indictment. Oh yeah, people were wondering how would JFK get elected. He, you know, he's so young. Blah blah blah. He used TV. He put on makeup, got his, his hair done, cleaned himself up, looked really good. On TV, it ran for office, and it looked great. It scored well with the people. Let's continue on. uh indictment. The defendants, as well as others not named as defendants, unlawfully conspired to... in. Uh, and endeavored to condi- conduct and participate in a criminal enterprise in Fulton County, Georgia, and elsewhere. It was reported by MSNBC that Trump was indicted on 10 counts, though specifics were not yet forthcoming. The outlet showed a photo of the cover page of the indictments. The cover page reads, quote, I hereby certify that on August 14, 2023, after the indictments has been presented to the grand jury, and the session had been occurred. Okay. That's okay. For the day. Adjourned for the day. my apologies. Said indictments were returned in open court as required by law right here. Up the, by uh, Blaine Alexander. Update. The indictment unsealing process is officially underway. Watch live on MSNBC. We have cameras following nearly every step of the process. These are the biggest raids they've had in quite a while. So give them some credit here. They're really milking it. Big flag. The Fulton Grand Jury has returned 10 indictments. At Charlie Gile NBC. Snap this photo at the clerk's office. We are awaiting names and details. This is right here. I hear by... Uh, Certified August Fourteenth, twenty twenty-three. After the indictments had been presented to the grand jury and the sessions had been adjourned for the day, uh, presented to the grand jury and the sessions had been adjourned for the day. Said the indictments were were returned in open court as required by law. Presented and said returned were. were returned were assisted directed uh, di- district attorney my apologies man this is really hold on I don't know how to time reading that on the other was it anyway moving on were returned in open court required by law presented said returned were assistant district attorney deandre rails deputy sheriff I'm going to have to read this somewhere else because that's doctor handwriting right there. And Deputy Clerk of Superior Court. Which is blank on this piece of paper. On the date, there were 10 indictments presented to the court. Of those indictments, zero were billed by the grand jury. This, the 14th day of August... 14th, you Day of August, 2023, Judge Superior, Fulton County... Alita Atlanta Judicial Circuit Alright let's hop back over here When the verdict was given to Judge Robert McBurney He joked with the courtroom Quote, is that all you hoped It would be? Georgia Judge Shrek's Joke's right here Alright, thanks, you Sheriff yeah. Good luck the rest of the evening sure. You bet is that a Live Strong bracelet? Get the fuck out That's of here. Is it? Was it all you hoped it would be? Can <laughs> you uh detail what it says? I it wouldn't I did get a good look. <laughs> <laughs> so, you all need to leave? Um I mean that politely and nicely, you've had a long day, but these folks can't go until you all go. I know we had talked about leaving the equipment here. Don't leave the equipment here because you're not going to want to be here tomorrow. You're welcome to be here if you don't have a rule 22 for what's going on tomorrow. It's just good old trial Alright. That was cringy as fuck. Earlier on Monday, a document outlining charges against the GOP frontrunner was posted online. Report... Ooh, now we talk about it. I was wondering if we were going to talk about it or if i had to do a separate read on it. Reported out by Reuters, then suddenly deleted. The document showed the filing of 13 charges against Trump despite the grand jury not yet having been presented with evidence or voting. Whether or not the former president would be indicted, meaning like we've been saying on this show before. The grand jury doesn't fucking matter. They were handed back a guilty verdict either fucking way. But the mind of the judge and the has already been made because, let's face it, up on the show before the prosecutor in this case is not only Soros backed but said, We're going to get him locked up, all right. We're gonna do what other courts haven't, and we're gonna get him behind bars, okay. We're gonna do it. By the way, I just want to remind everybody, Bill Cosby's case got thrown out because they found it, they found messages and emails from the prosecution in that case. Where he was saying, Oh, I'm gonna get Bill Cosby locked up. And they busted him they even said, Oh, he ran on locking Bill Cosby up as a big part of why he was running. So if that's gonna be what gets Bill Cosby out to the point where Bill Cosby's not now doing a fifty state wide comeback tour, I'm not shitting you. Bill Cosby's doing a comeback tour. Look that shit up, it's fucking great. I'm gonna go see him. Uh Maybe I shouldn't have said that out loud, but and no shame in my game. He's the last of a certain generation of comedians. And now he's like, You know that I'm a rapist. And I'm going to make dirty jokes now. <laughs> I'll do a Bill Cosby thing later. I have a pretty decent Bill Cosby impersonation. Uh, but yeah, the grand jury didn't fucking matter. They wanted him gone. The judge was bitching that she was like, I can't believe Trump's still walking around free. She was crying about Trump not being behind bars. There was no way that you, there wasn't going to be some sort of guilty verdict. It's just this is the fourth time. Fourth go around. Jesus Christ, I don't... Eh. The walls have been closing in on this guy for almost 10 fucking years now. You talk about 2016 and Trump. Trump was running for president in 2015, folks. I hate to tell you, I, I don't know if I really believe at this point the walls are closing in on the guy. Do you... Do you do? Do you? I mean, he might get perp walked. They're saying they're going to perp walk him. They're saying they want to uh, mugshot him and all that stuff. Go ahead. Go ahead. He'll put it on merch and he'll fundraise off of it. I don't. I'm just. I'm, I'm bored. I don't mean to sound like a dick here at this point. But after 10 fucking years, guys. Really now. Well. How seriously are we supposed to be taking these? I understand it's big, scary, right? Big, 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 scary. Trump indicted. Ooh. But it's the fourth go around, right? And every time they make this big, circuiting peanut show about it, where it's like, oh, well, you he, know, he's going to go behind bars. It's just this time, it, the story should be the overtly corrupt actions of the court. But the action, the court, all, every one of these courses operate in bad faith. It's just this one. And the brain dead bitch running it behind the scenes. We we will get to the article about her too. It'll be a short article. She doesn't even know what the fuck she's talking about. She's just <laughs> well. I, uh, I, I, I I I think he's guilty. Well, what is he guilty of? Uh, well, you were the. We'll we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Real cringe behavior. The charges against Trump, G.U.P. frontrunner posted online, Reuters, then suddenly deleted. The document showed the filing of 13 charges against Trump despite the grand jury not having been presented with the evidence or voting on whether or not the former president would be indicted. It was reported that it was fake, but the charges are the same as the original leak. See what I mean? They changed what they what they called it. They originally it was like, oh, oops. They're posted prematurely. Oh, no, nope, they're fake. Oh, but a leak. Which is it? It's going to change again. Mark my words. But, you know, a lot of people are speculating that this is going to go up to the Supreme Court eventually. And if it does, I could tell you exactly how the Supreme Court rules on this. Thanks to a certain Clarence Thomas, who's got uh, Justice Roberts by the bulls. The document showed... 12 felonies, a total of 13 alleged crimes. Those counts include violations of Georgia's RICO Act, otherwise known as racketeering, a criminal a crime usually committed by members of a mafia, solicitation of violations of oath by public officers, conspiracy to commit impersonations of a public officer. All right, well, here's the thing. Donald Trump by all intents and purposes is a public officer, especially when he was in office. So people working for him who are appointed by the president are also public officers. I, you're, again, when you really critically start to think about these charges, they're as weak as every single charge brought before Trump before. They're just hyperbolic. Same thing, they're like, Trump is a racist. Trump's a white supremacist. Trump's uh, almost as Almost like Hitler. Trump's like Hitler. Trump's almost just like Hitler. Trump's just about Hitler. Trump is Hitler. It's the evolution, but this time it's in the court. Trump is a thief. He might be a thief. It's just an evolution of, of like more hyperbolic charges after one another. And it seems to be working for his campaign phenomenally. And with Trump having pressures put on him, both on the campaign trail... In party, out party, and in the court system, Trump is starting to get that old shine back. Because when you put a diamond like Trump, you put a, 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 a tarnished rock like Trump under some pressure, you know what you get? You get a fucking diamond. And in 2016, when the press is saying, oh, you can't do it. Judges were saying, let me at him. I want to investigate him. I bet there's something we can get him for. So on and so forth, right? You had all these things we're going to get some in 2016. And Trump was at his most Trumpian in 2016. And now, you have all these forces working behind the scenes and against him. Same exact forces, same exact... People in 2020 were saying, oh, Trump will be elected. Trump's got this. Now, there's genuine thought. Maybe Trump can't get elected. Maybe it's over for for the Don. Ooh. With his back against the wall, you get the best of this guy. For better or worse, he'll be more entertaining and... It shakes the political landscape in a way we haven't seen in quite a while. When everyone was just defeatist in 2020, it was no fun. Like I said before, the election we were going to have in 2020, but we were robbed by the pandemic and, like, government forces, we're now going to get that election plus extra chaos in the 2024 election. Mark my words, things are only going to get wilder, and I've been saying this consistently since 2020. That the 2020, 2024 elections will probably be the wildest election cycle we have ever seen in this country. I stand by this. Uh, but yeah, they were they're all public officers and conspiracy to commit forgery in the first degree, conspiracy to commit false statements in writings. Again, the false statements in writings. A lot of that ties into trying to accuse Trump of not believing he lost the election. And I don't know, man. I think everyone left and right can agree that Trump really thinks he he won that election and it was stolen from him. I don't think there's a a single bit of Trump's DNA that doesn't think the election was stolen. But let's continue on. Conspiracy to commit uh, filing false documents and filing false documents. Where, Where are these documents? We'd have to see them. After the 2020 election, the Georgia results were contested by Trump and his campaign. The final uh, reported results showed Biden with 2,473,633 votes to Trump's 2,461,854 votes or 49.47% of the vote to 49.22% of the vote. That is definitely within the margin of error, by the way. These were incredibly close results, with a diff- with the difference a mere eleven thousand seven hundred seventy nine votes, in the state of nearly eleven million people. Wow. The popular, uh, in total, or in twenty twenty, there was a great deal of speculation and concerns about the validity of the tabulations of the Georgia ballots. Questions about the chain of custody of the ballots were pr- uh, prominent resulting in Georgia's Secretary of State making remarks that there were no that there were there was no voter fraud in the state Trump called Raffensperger to discuss the recount noting that he only needed 11,780 votes to be found this phone call was used against Trump with many pundits and democrats claiming he was instructing Raffensperger to fabricate those votes in the same way. And both sides are going to always have their arguments on this. And this is, you know, uh, if I wasn't so for time, and I've done this before, we could probably pull up the phone call and the transcript for it. And he says, hey, I'm getting these reports about election integrity issues and chain of custody being broken. I'm getting these, uh, uh, you know, alarming phone calls. Can you look into that? What's going on with that? Because if there is election fraud, you know, from what I'm looking at, there's only about eleven thousand, some change, difference between me and tr- me and Biden right now. So if there's election fraud, we need to, you know, if there's if there's issues with the ballots. We need to we need to find those ballots if they're missing. We need to find out where they came from and research into custody. But same thing with if you go listen to the uh, right now. Go to, uh, if you go on YouTube, there's a Vice video where they read the transcript of the Ukraine Zelensky phone call with Trump. The same one where they say, oh, well, Trump was pressuring a foreign ally to investigate his political adversary. It goes in the phone call. It's completely vanilla, I swear. But continuing on. In 2020, a great deal of discussion. Questioning custody of ballots. Voter fraud in the state. Trump call. to recount. Fraud. The phone call was used against Trump. Uh, Same in some way. Right down here. The Georgia indictment marks the fourth against Trump and were brought by Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis. He has been indicted on 31 counts of felony falsification of business documents stemming from having record, uh, recorded fees paid to his attorney as legal fees, which Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg's claim were actually funds paid to porn star, with whom Trump is allegedly to have had... Uh, okay, look. Really? D alliance. Anyway, Stormy Daniels has admitted multiple times in multiple interviews that she has never had any sexual intercourse or any sexual conduct of any kind with Donald Trump in any fashion whatsoever, and that her and attorneys from the years of 2004 to 2006 worked together to cook up what's called a Newsom lawsuit. In fact, they pushed the exact same lawsuit against people like Brad Pitt and multiple other Hollywood celebrities that have all been thrown out, dismissed in the courts, and that's why no one trusted her uh, stories before. Let me show you real quick. We've read this article multiple times on the show. We've talked about multiple times on the show. Yeah, no, Stormy Daniels never slept with Donald Trump. Cohen, she even talked about this herself in the court case that day. Where, by the way, every time this has gone to court, she's had to pay Trump multiple large sums of money. Because her story just doesn't hold fucking water. But, but, building off of all this, right. Ooh, give me one second here. So sorry, there's some technical difficulties going on. My mouse isn't working. Oh, there we go. <laughs> anyway, yeah, there's no weight or substance to her story of any real weight whatsoever. And then Cohen took money without Trump's approval, and gave it to Daniels as hush money payments. And he then was fired by Trump when he found when Trump found out what happened. Trump fired him pretty uh, abruptly. So I I, I I hate to tell you, no. So, that whole story has fallen apart multiple times on on multiple levels in multiple courts. That's also a reason why you haven't heard much about Alvin Brecht. I'm sure you're going to hear more about him coming up here in the next couple weeks or so. But, yeah, that court case just isn't playing out the way everyone thought it would. And then you got that goofy playboy bitch who apparently wasn't even interesting enough for Hugh Heffernan to stick his dick in who tells the story about how her and Trump went to the most packed store in all of Manhattan, and he basically publicly fucked her right there on the spot. Yeah, I'm sorry, that doesn't seem to add up. No one was around, no one saw it, no one reported it, no one took pictures, nothing. The most powerful man, uh, or the most powerful man in culture at one point in time, sexually groping finally up a Playboy bunny in a fucking shopping mall. Eh, that's a qualified nigga what kind of moment right there let's continue on oh fanny willis her indictment marks the fourth against trump fanny willis we'll get into her shortly here trump has been indicted also by biden's doj in florida and dc for additional alleged crimes in florida the DOJ has alleged that Trump obstructed justice by retaining documents after leaving office that are alleged to be classified in DC. Trump was indicted by the DOJ on conspiracy charges for uh, conspiracy charges stemming from the aftermath of the 2020 presidential election. The indictment against Trump, a former president and the GOP contender for the 2020-2024 uh, election, is unprecedented. This has never even. Never even remotely happened before. Many legal scholars have remarked that this political prosecution as... This is political prosecution as Joe Biden's Department of Justice. Has appointed a special counsel with specific intent to go after Trump. That special counsel is Jack Smith. Uh, Jack Smith is uh, responsible to prosecute both federal cases against Trump. The court dates... Four of these four trials have been sprinkled through the election season as Trump continues to run for president. Trump's poll numbers have not uh, waned, but have only increased the more he is prosecuted by his political opponents. There have been calls for the DOJ to be defunded under the uh, current circumstances and for the budget of the special counsel to be cut entirely. The full indictment can be read here. I would. I just, I, I work at 7, and it is 5.52 right now. So what we're going to do is we're actually going to hop over here and read these indictments real quick, and then I'm going to wrap this episode up. All right. Fulton County Superior Court. State of Georgia v. Donald Trump. Uh, the people listed here, Trump. Uh, Donald John Trump counts 1, 5, all that. Rudolph William Lewis Giuliani, John Charles Eastman, Mark Randall Meadows, Kenneth John Cheesebro, Jeff Jeffrey Robert, uh, sorry Jeffrey Bosert Clark, Jenna Lynn Ellis, Ray Stahl Smith III, Robert David Cheely, Michael A Roman, David James Schaefer, uh. Uh, counts 1 through 11 being violation of the Georgia Rico Racketeering Influence and Corrupt Organization Act. Solicitation of violation of oath by public office. By the way, let's go Brandon versus Rico. Right? Rico versus Brandon. Come on, let's make these memes happen. Solicitation of violation of oath by public officer. False. By the way, if they are public officers, and they're being charged for lying under oath as public officers, how are you also going to charge them as impersonating public officers or falsifying being public officers? These two charges don't click. Different puzzle pieces. You're trying to wedge two left corner pieces together here, and it's not working. Ah, False indictments, uh, statements, and writings. Four, false statements and writings. Okay. Five, solicitation of violation of oath by public officer. Solicitation of violation of oath by public officer. False statements and writings. Impersonation of public officer. Conspiracy to commit impersonating a public officer. Uh, forgery in the first degree. Conspiracy to commit forgery in the first degree. Oh, boy. The shitstorm is upon us. Says uh, a profound take from somebody. Oh, all right. You know what? I was going to make some jokes here about profile pictures, but apparently based by bio. That being said, I'm going to wrap it up here, and I shall talk to you guys later.
0: Hey, YouTube, what are you doing? Oh, I'm updating my content policies. Wow, that's a lot of pages. Oh, yes. (laughs) What about you? I
1: don't see you working hard on your content policies.
0: (laughs) Well, here at Rumble, we try to keep our policies as simple and consistent as possible. Our policies hasn't changed much since 2013.
1: Huh. I changed mine today.
0: Really? Do you mind if I take a look? Sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah, here you go. Oh wait, one more.
0: (laughs) This is a new one. Thank you, I'll block off my schedule.
1: It's a real page turner. Page 94 is my personal favorite.
0: Okay, can't wait. Honestly, YouTube, this is too much to read. Ah, My my pages! Sorry. Ah!